Hi. This is Jonathan Barilla. And Brittany Barilla. Bringing to you our 11th episode of A Couple of Mini. Yay! I know it. I know it. Our numbers just keep climbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty awesome. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's been pretty fun. So this week, we actually kind of pivoted on what we were going to talk about because we went to a wedding Saturday night. Um, and man, it was a beautiful wedding. Yeah, it really was. I we had a lot of fun. Um, one of my really old friends um, was getting married and I just had to be there to support them and their next step into a beautiful life because they seem like a beautiful couple. Yeah, for sure. So I, it, it is a little bit strange circumstances. So several months ago, we get a wedding invitation in the mail and it's for two people. And I'm like, who are these people? Like, I've never, I, I don't know these people. And I'm like, this is so strange. And so Jonathan, a few days later was like, hey, uh, did we get a wedding invitation for my buddy? And I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Jonathan and I, at this point, we've been together over eight years um, that we've, you know, just been together. And I, in all that time, I've just never met this particular person. Um, so what really kind of caught me off guard was how very, like, it was so important for him that we go. So yeah, important. it really was just because, like I said, I wanted to be their support. And I know, um, you know, we, we've been friends since 2005, maybe. Excuse oh, me. There you go. Sorry no, you Brittany's yawned and that's why I'm <laughs> yawning. Um, so uh, I think it was 2005, 2005, 2006. But we've been friends for a very long time. And just just the... I, I mean, and like we, we, we're Facebook friends and, you know, we talk every once in a while, but it's not like we're like hang out all the time. So just, right. just by my friend thinking about me to like invite me, I was like, I am super honored and yes, I will be there. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure like on, on, you know, on his side, he's like, oh, you know, I got to invite all my friends, like the ones that I've picked up over the years and, you know, all these awesome people because he's surrounded by nothing but awesome people. Very talented magicians, musicians, not well, I magicians. Like, I didn't know they did magic too. <laughs> that would be awesome, and, would and be if cool. some of them do, like I, I'm, that's awesome. I want to see it. They could pull a bouquet out of their guitar. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, these guys are amazing, and you know, I was just super honored to even get you know a, an invite. So I was like, no, I have to be there. Okay, so for on my on my aspect of it, like I, of course, like if he's like, hey, I really want to go to this, like, all right, let's we'll make it happen. Um, cause I do, you know, I've had, I have a friend that got married, gosh, uh, actually I think they just had their one year anniversary and I had really wanted to go to her wedding and Jonathan hadn't actually formally met her. Of course, like I've talked about her before now, unfortunately with COVID and the twins being so young and her wedding was out of town, we weren't able to make that happen, but you know, like I, I, I get it. Like, Hey, this is a person that yeah. played a really big role in my past. However, for me, like trying to get ready for this wedding, I had no idea what to expect. So the information that I had is um, this guy and Jonathan played in a band together many moons ago, uh, but it was a, a metal band or a screamo band. I don't know. What kind of genre is it? I would say metal. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. 
Um, so this guy played in a metal band because if for those of you that don't know, Jonathan did play in a metal fa- band once upon a time. Um, or do you, you didn't play an instrument; you just sang, right? Yeah, yeah. It was more like screaming, but yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, um, which is just so wild to me because you know it's just not how I. That's not who I know you to be. Um. Anyway, so. I know that about him, and then Jonathan had told me that they got engaged at Disneyland. Which was awesome. Like, the pictures, uh, I want to say there was a video, I'm pretty sure there was a video, and it, it was just it was just super cool. Like, like, you see those proposals happen, but then, like, knowing someone that was able to propose, like, right in front of the castle and everything, like... It was super sweet. I absolutely beautiful. I saw the picture too. They had it up at their wedding. Like very beautiful. However, the two things I know about this person in preparation for their, his wedding is he's into metal and they like Disney. Those are kind of conflicting informations. Like <laughs> just in trying to figure out like what style of wedding, like what kind of dress do I need to wear? What color? Like it was very like, huh? Okay. And to me, like a wedding, you know, I'm I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get dressed up if I'm stick out like a sore thumb because I'm in a salmon colored t shirt, then I'm gonna do it. But you would not wear a salmon colored t shirt to a wedding. The one I wore on Saturday was pretty close. It was not salmon colored, and it was not a t shirt. Oh, okay. Uh, button up. Sorry. No. Um, it's more of like. But a I'm just gonna shirt. dress up like. I mean, I, I don't think the clothes like you're not gonna be like oh look at that dude in slacks and a button-up well yeah for guys (laughs) but for girls it's very different like you go to some weddings that are really like you need something super fancy you go to some weddings that are more laid back and then you know the dress that i was like okay i think i'm gonna wear this dress jonathan was like oh a hat would look good with that and i'm like well are they hat wearing people like what which turned out that like you know once we were there it was a great mix of people. I mean, you really had just, I feel like, a ton of different people there. Like, I anything I would have worn, I would have felt really comfortable in and fit in. Yeah. Um, which I'm so thankful for. But it is, just going into it, I was like, nah, I don't know what to expect here. Um, but, so we, we get ready, we go, and oh my goodness, guys, like, it was, first, it was gorgeous, the bride was stunning. Um, and I have to say, she, I, maybe I'm crazy here, but I feel like she and I kind of have similar body types. Of course, she's taller than me. Most people are. Um, but her dress that she wore is never a dress that, like, I personally would think. But holy moly, it looked drop-dead gorgeous on her. Yeah, yeah. Like, a beautiful bride. So pretty. So very beautiful. Um, and as soon as we walk in, Jonathan saw one of his old bandmates. Um, so we talked to him for a little bit. I mean, just everybody was in such good spirits and it's like, I don't even really know these people, but I can tell you this, like, I really hope we hang out with them when they get back from their honeymoon. Like, oh yeah. Like I'll set up, you know, a day for them to come over and just hang out. Cause I mean, if, if Tim found a bride who reflects him and compliments him she's amazing well they just had great energy together because you know a lot of times i think on wedding days like couples are kind of stressed and they're trying to make sure they do this and they're trying to check this box and they're trying to do that but they just seem to to just flow yep 
Yeah. And just compliment each other so beautifully. And everybody around them was just so kind and so happy and so loving that you can just tell, like, this is good. You know, like, I I think that whenever you can have such a diverse group and everybody still is just putting off good energy and having fun, like, it was just good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the heck out of it. But, um, what really, what really kind of we wanted to talk about was, you know, after, so everybody that Jonathan knew was either the groomer in the bridal party, right? So when we went to sit down, we had to, you know, just find some people and kind of get to know them. So we sat down with this couple who honestly, like I I knew that they were a little bit younger than us, but I really thought we were talking maybe like two, three years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just because I think I thought that as well because of how, um, sorry, Britt forgot to put her phone on silence. (laughs) Uh, I think I thought that because of how natural their relationship looked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looked like they had been together for a very long time. I could see that. Um, I think I just forget how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) And so, anyways, we sit down and then, you know, a few other people join us. And, you know, had it just been me, I would have just sat there quietly and minded my own little bubble but of course, Jonathan starts talking to everybody, which I'm very thankful for because it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, so we're talking to everybody. And as the night goes on, we realize like, holy smokes, we're a lot older than these these lovely people. Yeah. I think one of the quotes by uh, one of the couples we met was, oh, boys to men. Oh, yeah. My mom listened. My mom was, used to listen to them a lot. And I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and And... Again, like, it it was so funny to us because I'm just like, dang, like, I grew up on Boys to Men as well. And I know, like, a lot of youngsters now, they grow up because they listen to their parents' music. But to hear, like, that comparison, I'm just like, dang, I was like, how old are you guys? And I think we were older than them by, like, 13, maybe 14 years. Yeah. I mean, for me. I, I was. I yeah, was. I was going to say, for me, I was only about 10 years. You're their senior. You, but you were pushing. Yeah, 13, <laughs> yeah. 14 years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, granted, there's no way that their mom is the same age as us. Because, like, the yeah, logistics no, of yeah. that doesn't work. Um, um, but they were, I mean, they were awesome. One One of the couples, though, we got to talking about just some, like, general businesses like what they're doing um one was kind of starting up her own business and the other was i from what i understood like going into business with some people um and so we kind of started talking about different things and man one we sounded really old (laughs) because we're like talking about like oh hey um you know like yeah that's great that you're doing that but have you protected yourself like with this, have you looked into maybe getting an LLC? Or do you carry umbrella insurance at least? And they're like, what? Which got me thinking like, man, nobody ever taught me that stuff whenever I was younger. That's just stuff I kind of picked up along the way. Yeah. Sorry, he's yawning. I don't know if he has more input here or. Do you think that <laughs> when we were younger, people tried to tell us, but we were just like, we're, we're young and we know what we're doing and you can't run our lives you oldie you know i don't i don't necessarily think so 
I do think that certain family structures, like I think a family that owns a business, like owns their own business, of course their children are going to be raised in an environment where they talk about what goes into that, right? But not all of us, like, I mean, I, yes, okay, I, my parents do own their own business, but that wasn't always that way when I was younger, yeah. Like, by the time they were doing that, I was already, you know, on the tail end of grown. Um, and so I think if you grow up with it from a really young age, you hear those conversations. Or if people just make it a point or, you know, I just don't think that's a norm. But now I think that we're getting so many people starting their own businesses because of, like, Facebook makes it easy to start your own business. Um, and just kind of the opportunities that come up with social media but I, I really question how many of them work through that process because I don't I really don't think the average person knows about it. Yeah. I mean, I think that once, you know, starting a business sounds cool. But then because I, you know, I've always wanted to start a printing company of some sort. I've told you this. We got the stuff in the garage to do it. Yeah. Um. So once I got the opportunity with my current job I'm like they're like you know start this business I'm like cool the moment I get out I'm like think I'm doing great I look back and realize that I missed a ton of stuff and I don't think that the average person starting a business thinks about that I mean I maybe they do maybe I'm the one that's like why didn't you think of this (laughs) well I think that there's just so many steps going into setting it up now of course like that's going to be a little bit different than starting something on Facebook that's true. Because Facebook, a lot of it is like, you know, whatever craft you're able to make or or maybe like these boutiques. It's Facebook has opened up a world of boutiques out there, uh, which I appreciate the heck out of. I mean, I, I order stuff from them all the time. Um, I mean, not all the time, but occasionally. He just nods his head. Uh-huh. <clears throat> no, I'm thinking of a funny boutique name. Oh. That maybe sold like pranks and stuff to like tickle people or like get laughs mm-hmm. and you call it like boutique or boutique <laughs> yeah maybe not yeah. boutique because that sounds like you're <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> hmm. oh well Jonathan's gonna enjoy making up names for the rest <laughs> of the evening um but it is it's just it's interesting to like think back and be like man because I know when we were that age, like, the Facebook marketplace, that wasn't really a thing. Like, it wasn't really an option until the last few years. You know, I never think to buy stuff on Facebook marketplace. Because oh. to me, it's like an eBay. And I I don't know. I I just... I But I'm really weird about that kind of stuff. In what way do you think it's an eBay? Like, because you don't bid on stuff. I, oh, no, I know. But, like, I don't know what quality of stuff I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it's like a like an actual like online store and they have a Facebook, like yeah, I'll definitely shop there. But like, if it's sold on the marketplace, like get these, you know, uh, Charizard cards for fifty bucks. And I know that if you find a Charizard card, it's like a ton of money. So I'm like, eh, I mean, you're not gonna be selling that for fifty bucks. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think you just have to be able to like do your research. I don't mind buying off Facebook. I definitely creep on the people I buy from. You know, like, I go to their profiles and I see, like, did they make it a month ago? Or, like, do they have years in it? Like, what kind of company do they keep? Do they have, like, any negative comments? You know, like, I 
chances are if their profile picture is like a couple hundred dollar bills with a pot plant background, probably not going to buy from them because <laughs> could be a scam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just about being savvy about it. But it is interesting to think about, like, it has opened a world of possibilities in terms of opening your own little business. Of course. And I think that's awesome. I think if you have an idea, like, run with it and just see how far you can take it. I mean, if if you can build an online business, that's awesome. Yeah, but do your research and and know how to protect yourself in that process. Um, one of the guys we talked to last night, too, I thought it was really cool. Um you know, he's he's young, and I think as most of us, which honestly, nowadays, I don't even think that this really just goes for young people. I think young and old alike, you know, we can look at the government and go, oh, this is kind of a broken system. Um, yeah. We got, we got some kinks in here. Um, and so I, I really loved that this particular gentleman was about getting out there and making what change he could. Like, yeah. how can I connect? And he really just didn't know where to start. Yeah. Like, um, he definitely wanted to uh, make a difference. Um, yeah. Make a difference for the citizens of Lubbock. Make a difference for everyone for the better. And it was just, you know, like, how do I do this? Like, it does seem like a big mountain to climb. Yeah. But once you like get an idea of how it goes, like it's a pretty fun and pretty, pretty easy. Well, I think that, you know, for anyone that wants change, for anybody that feels like, well, this should be happening or that should be happening. Step one really needs to be getting involved, um, be it with a nonprofit, be it with something that's directly. I mean, we have all kinds of city boards. Almost every city does where anyone can jump on and apply and over time they'll try to match you to a board. Um, yeah. And I think a big thing too, when you're, when you have this full head of steam and you're like, this is what I want to do. And day one, like you're in, you're, you're a member of a board and day one, I think we need to change this. Like, I think you need to like ease your way into it. See what's really going on. See, mm-hmm. get get the backstory or, or, or more information and then make a decision on what you want to take steps to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And honestly, I think that that's true in any organization that you're a part of because no organization, government, private entity, whatever it is, is going to be perfect. Like there's just no way because we as humans are not perfect. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. it's, it's really hard, especially whenever you think the government and the size of the government, even our city government, you're going to have a certain level of corruption because there are corrupt people. And whenever you have so many people inside of an organization, it's really hard to weed everybody out one way or another. Yeah. So it's always, like you said, it's wise to kind of get in there and see first, like, why is the system that you feel like is broken? Why is it the way it is? Start with yeah. the why, and then that'll give you a good starting point on how to adjust and and where you can influence and make some changes. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best way because, I mean, you might get in there and be like, oh, you know what? I was looking at this wrong. Mm-hmm. I can still make a difference, but maybe not, at, may, maybe not as intense as I thought it was going to be because this kind of has – not saying that any kind of corruption is good, but maybe it's not a form of corruption maybe you're just not 
understanding how it works. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where I'm like, this is blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm going off on this tangent because I heard some TikToker talk about some conspiracy. And then, you know, Britt kind of settles me down and it's like, hey, but did you think about it like this? I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, um, I got to think of the, the, the for instance, but uh, I think I was talking about Flat Earth or something like that mm. with someone. And they had they had made mention of something i was like oh dang well oh no no no. anyways it i was like you know what that makes complete sense like yeah yeah the end like that's 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 you changed my point of view oh i know what it was i said you know going to space being on the moon can't be real i said look at we, we look at the stars from earth or the moon from Earth, we see a ton of stars around it. The pictures from the moon, you look back towards Earth, and you don't see any stars around Earth. And the dude says, well, that's because when you're on Earth looking at the moon, you're getting a broader perspective versus being on the moon looking at something closer. Like, the the Earth is bigger than well, the moon is. Well, it's also going to be, yeah, and it's going to be closer so to the it's moon gonna block, Yeah, exactly. So I was like, ah, okay. I was like, I no longer think that. <laughs> like, look at all your science keeping me from my conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theories. I was like, all right. And then I'll never use that argument again. <laughs> Thank goodness. Whoever that was, like, I owe them a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's a really great point of view. I also just, my personal views, if you feel like there are underprivileged people or people at a disadvantage instead of trying to push the government to help them, I feel like that falls more on us as a community. And I'm going to tell you, like, go get involved with the nonprofit. Yeah. Like, get them help and take care of them. You know, I, biblically, Christ calls the church to look after and care for people. And, you know, he never says, like, have your government do it. Like, I, I very much so feel that communities need to be strong and we need to look out for one another and we need to take care of one another. And so finding a local or, I mean, even a, it doesn't have to be a local one, but we have some great nonprofits here in town and most places do if you just go look. Um, so find something you're passionate about. Find something that you really find a group that you want to help and get out there and help them. Um, that's. To me, that is one of the biggest ways that you can really influence your community. Yeah. Get out there and help. But if you are going to help through a nonprofit, be smart and carry some umbrella insurance on yourself because, you know, you there is a certain amount of liability that goes whenever you interact with anyone really in this world. Um, but, yeah, that's – I thought that was really interesting. I, I always love seeing and hearing young people – or any people like, man, I want to get out there and help. Well, get out there, like jump, go. But I think a lot of people just don't know how to jump in, which to me, I'm like, man, just Google it. Just Google it. Sorry, Jonathan, Johnny again, guys. Like, I don't even know what to do with him tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do say that. Oh, there goes Brit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I would have never thought I mean, before the print shop, like Mm -hmm. I worked at a print uh, trucking company. And yeah, like I just never thought about getting involved until I was, you know, faced with like, hey, like you can really help the community with this. Like, why don't you get in? But even at that, I was like, hey, how do I join? 
And I think it was you who said, you know, just go to uh, the chamber and ask for an application. And I was like, it's that easy. Like a lot of this stuff is super simple. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Google it. I, I would have never thought to Google it. I would have just asked around until someone was like, yeah, go that way. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, just find something you're passionate about. You know, do you want to help the homeless? Do you want to help the underprivileged? Do you want to help build houses? Do you want, I mean, there's just literally anything and everything. Yeah. Um, there, there are people out there helping. And so jump in and be a part of that. Like if you see that as a need in your community, then go be that change. I mean, that's that's how I see it. I'm not a big, the government should take care of us. I think we should take care of each other. Yeah. Um. So that was really, it was, it was just interesting kind of hear that younger. Well, and I, man, I also really particularly enjoyed that that guy because he was like, he was still young enough to be like really passionate about his historical knowledge And, you know, talking about, like, we're so young as a country and we're going through, like, the age of, what did he call it? Of knowledge or enlightenment. Enlightenment. Yeah. And, I mean, as he was talking, I was like, you're not wrong. Like, you're saying some good things. Like, get out there and share your thoughts. And But it it was just really interesting. I, I enjoyed it. It made me feel hopeful that maybe this next generation had better history teachers than we had. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to research a lot of that stuff to learn it. Yeah. Um, and then, let me think. So then we kind of pivot around the table. And I did. Okay. So this is not really specific to, to this wedding or really even to this couple. But it, it just had me thinking. Because I kind of think this a lot with people that we talk to. We definitely live in a culture that is pro-long-term dating and pro-long engagements, which, I mean, you know, I I absolutely, in my previous relationship, was in a very long relationship without, you know, um, without making an early commitment, and you and I really jumped in quick. Yeah. But I feel like because of you and I's experience, I just want to tell everybody, like, find your person, marry your person and go. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Like, I, like, I get the long dating. Um, you know, we've both been in some really long relationships, but the long engagements, I'm just like, and, and you know, if, if you're in one, that's cool. That's, you know, up to you and your partner. Um, I just don't understand it. So like and I, I want to be enlightened. I want to be. I want to have that knowledge. So if you are in a long engagement or relationship, um, let me know. Like, what's up? Not that I'm like, like, what are you doing? But like, uh, <laughs> well, I, I think, just want to okay, know. The distinction I think is important. So you think it makes sense to have long dating periods versus short dating periods? Uh, yeah, because um, even when you asked me earlier, like. If we hadn't gotten married when we did, like, how long do you think it would have been until we got married? And I, I still say within that next year because I knew you were my person. Yeah. I didn't want to drag out, like, another two years, um, like, my previous relationship and and just really say, okay, like, hey, will you marry me? And you say yes. And then we're engaged for another year. 
and then we get married by that time you know we're four years into this relationship and we're just starting like hey we've already started i we've lived together for this long like i know who you are because we say we're married and i know there's a lot of people like well why do we have to have that title when i already know you're with me you already know i'm with you blah 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 but i mean i'm just like to me i'm just like hey like let's do it like you know we're gonna be here for a long time like lock it down <laughs> yeah let's lock it down like i don't want anybody else i hope that you wouldn't want anybody else either i mean no <laughs> okay like you see how <laughs> you see how long she paused on that one <laughs> well no you're like shoving the phone in my face <laughs> um yeah so i and i find myself so you know some friends of mine and even the girls at work like They'll be dating somebody and they're like, man, I just don't know if this is my person or like, I just don't know if this is going to work. And I find myself a lot of times being like, well, if it's not your person, you know, cut your losses and move. Like, go, go find somebody else. Yeah. And they're like, well. There's just a lot of time for you to have fun with your person or, or even, even fun finding your person. Well, I also just think, you know, holding on to somebody that is just not your person, it's not fair to you and it's not fair to them. Yeah. You know, like, if that's your person, then let that be your person. But if it's not your person, move on. Like, there's no, I don't think it, I I don't think it has to be a, you're a terrible person. I don't think it has to be a big dramatic breakup. I think sometimes it's just like, hey, I think you're a wonderful human being and I do care for you, but you are not my person. Yeah. I mean, like. That just goes back to, like, when we first started dating, I was like, hey, this is what I want. Like, if you're down, like, let's go. But if not, I still really like you as a person. Like, I would love to hang out with you, but this is what I'm looking for. And you were like, yeah, like, I'm down. I said, cool, let's see where this goes. Well, and I was very much so in a place whenever we first started dating that I did not see myself getting married. And I was very much so, like, I am willing to deal with this and I'm not willing to deal with that. And if you're cool with those boundaries, then let's see where this goes. But no matter how much I like you, because I, I mean, even when we had that conversation, like I wanted it to work because I really liked you. But no matter how much I liked you or no matter how strong I felt, I was not willing to give up those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that was a healthy thing on both ends. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, so I, I think though a lot of times... So with the long engagements, I think that there's a good portion of people that they're just like saving up for their weddings because they're freaking expensive. Yeah. Um, so I've heard. <laughs> um, I, of course, I also love and, you know, I don't, people probably will think I'm crazy for this, but one of our friends this last few months her and her fiance just like ran off to the mountains in Colorado, invited their close friends and family and got married in the mountains. Like nothing, no big venue, no big who like it, you know, of course they had like the wedding dress and stuff like that. And I mean, they, they had a lot of traditional pieces, but they just found a beautiful location that meant something to them and got married. And I was like, yes. Like, I could not help but to cheer that on. Like, I think that is so cool. Yeah. I mean, a- another, you know, great couple coming together. Um, yeah. They, man, they fit so perfectly. Yeah. 
it, that, that was really interesting because we knew both of them, but from two different areas of our lives and they found each other, you know, not, we didn't have anything to do with it, but when they connected, we were both like, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. We're like, yeah, that, that is a good match. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder if our culture will ever get away from like really crazy expensive weddings. I don't know. I mean, I hope so for when our girls get older and they start getting married. Oh, that's true. Because that's going to be expensive. Yeah. I might have to fake my own death. you <laughs> <laughs> pro elopements. Yeah. You know? Um, just be like, baby, like, if you love this dude, just like, just run away and go, like, go get married. We don't even have to be there. We don't even have to pay for anything. I definitely want to be there. I'll be brokenhearted. Okay, then I'll be like, we don't even have to pay for anything. Like, we'll all just go. I'll, we'll drive you to Vegas. We'll drive you to Vegas. <laughs> Maybe we can get some double weddings, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what if the twins marry a set of twins? That would be wild. Wouldn't that be so crazy? That would be so crazy. I I wonder what the odds of that. Like, I know it happens, but it can't happen that often. I saw a TikTok, like, literally just this morning of these best friends that married twins. Like, identical twins at that. That's crazy. What if our girls found, like, a set of, like, quadruplets? And then <laughs> quadruplet, and they married all of them. <laughs> well, that would be, like, convenient, I guess, in terms of, like, family holidays and stuff. Like, yeah. we could just invite the quadruplets parents over. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're currently going to be looking for quadruplet boys... And the age range of, what, nine to four? Yeah. In Lubbock, Texas. So if anyone knows any male quadruplets, <laughs> <laughs> very specific two, two of the Two of the brothers have to wait for a very long time because the twins are only 20 months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But <laughs> nobody wants to marry. I say nobody wants to marry. My, my mom, my stepdad, or my stepdad's younger, but... A lot of times I think it's hard for girls to marry younger because just guys, it takes you all a while to mature, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it's interesting, like the periods of time and you know, it is, I've been kind of on both sides of that coin, but I feel like I, part of that really long-term relationship was just kind of knowing in the back of my head, this is not my person, but trying so hard to make it work. And then whenever I met you, I was like, oh, oh, this is what this is supposed to be like. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I hope that, and I want that for everybody out there. So I think sometimes I can be so like, I mean, if it's not your person, move on. If it's your person, like go lock that down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Just, I mean, we just don't want you to miss out on like, like, I always say, man, like, wow, I don't always say, but, <laughs> you know, I wish, I, I think that if Britt and I would have found each other earlier, like, I don't know if we would have, like, even dated. Like, I, I think that you would have been like, no, I'm not dating this dude. And I would have been chasing you around, like, stalking you. <laughs> if I had met you in your metal days, yeah, I would not have been about that. Or in think... your silk shirt days, I would also have thought about that. <laughs> Leave my silk shirts alone. They're a Dragon Ball Z. Um, I don't think that you would have liked me in my film days either. Probably not. I, You were a little too free-spirited, I think. 
I think so. And I was really testing the boundaries of the boundaries, the boundaries, because <laughs> um, I'm brown. What? Uh, <laughs> um, the boundaries of what I could say that would be socially like on the edge and still be cool or funny to say versus like what I could say that was not acceptable. And you still flirt with that line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I was like trying to figure that out. Like yeah. I was trying to figure out like, okay, how can I make myself like a beacon of laughter? And a lot of people did not like me for that. Hmm. I, I hear you. But I also, you know, on the reverse side, I was really very high strung whenever I was younger um, and maybe high strung is not the word, but I definitely had no filter and I didn't have much grace. Mm. And so I think that both of us with our life experiences and kind of finding ourselves on our journey, like we developed a lot of, I think, our personality traits that we really enjoy in each other now. So I, I think you were right. I think had we met each other in a different point in our timelines, we we probably wouldn't have been ready for each other. Yeah, but that that that's one thing I would wish is like we would have started younger so we could be younger when our kids get older. Yeah, we won't be that old though. It'll be fine. You, you're not going to be that old. I'm going to be like you're going to have to wheel me around in a cart or something. That feels dramatic. Or carry me in an urn or something like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's going to be a no. <laughs> um, Are you going to carry me around? No. Oh, gosh. But also, I really would prefer you not to die. <laughs> it would be wildly inconvenient if you did. Um, well, so, what advice would you give your younger self? I, and not to sound like a cheesy meme, but I would tell myself, like, you are worthy. I, when I was younger, really struggled with... Um, I mean, I was a bold mouthy female I was told quite a bit that I was quote-unquote a lot or you know like you're just difficult that's probably the word I heard most that described myself like I was difficult um and so for me I was willing to settle in a lot of ways um in previous relationships because I just thought that I was lucky to find somebody that was wanted to be with me. That's crazy. I know, but I, I think it's a real thing we do. And I think that we really tend to do that quite a bit with our females that are strong-minded and are mouthy. Um, or, you know, sometimes I think now we're getting better at calling them leaders. <laughs> um, like, well, she has good leadership skills. Um, which isn't wrong, but I also think that we need to be really mindful that some, like you can be just as good of a leader as a female that is not mouthy and bold and that mouthy and bold females really have to work on their leadership because it's leadership. I mean, I guess being a dictator is a form of leadership, but it's not going to be a very productive one. Yeah. So it's really, you know. I, I think if I could go back in time and tell myself something, it, it would be, hey, you're worthy. Like, have your boundaries and stick to them. And and it'll all work out. And I think I, I wish I had had that, that comfort in knowing that whenever I was younger. Yeah. What about you? 
Um, I think what I would tell myself is to be smart with my money. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> just because, like, when I was younger, like, I he worked at a place called Hot Topic. If you don't know what it is, it was a clothing store. Is it not around anymore? No, it is. Okay. It's just a lot different. Like, now it's, like, real pop, punk, whatever. Oh, okay. But, like, when I worked there, like, people were, like, I would see people, like, cross in front of the store shop. yeah it was a goth shop or and people were like oh, i'm not going in there i'm scared uh, and like you know friends trying to drag their friends in they're all screaming in the hall i'm like you're doing like they're just band shirts and yeah we have, we have some weird stuff in here but like what the heck with it you know like so i mean but i worked where the hot topic in the mall and our mall is set up is set up right across from the street from an express and, you know, I wanted to dress nice and I went and got like an express credit card and I was like, yeah, charge 30 bucks shirt, blah, 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 blah. And then never paid it. And then it's like ruined my credit. Aww. Yeah. But I didn't know like, hey, this is going to come back to bite you in, in the long run. I, I would just tell myself, be smart with your money. Invest. Um, even if it's just a little bit at a time. And find a job that offers 401k. Start building towards your future. Because and my parents try to tell me until they were blue in the face. Like, start looking towards your future. Start looking towards your future. Um, and I just didn't. I was like, I got tons of time. And when my future came, I was like, I am wildly unprepared. <laughs> like, I didn't even have a bank account, bank account when, you know, Britt and I met. I was like, no, I'm going to hold all my money. <laughs> It was crazy, but I would not hold on to it. I know, but I would tell myself, like, be smart with your money. Yeah. Invest to your future. I I think that we both gave some sage advice there. Yeah. Now we just need a time machine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Yep. Um, But all in all, it was a beautiful wedding. It really was. And oh my gosh, that whole group of, of people we met, I mean, they were they were super nice. They were so funny. I enjoyed my time with them. Like I think every one of them, like, they have they have good futures ahead of them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like it was it was really cool. And I, I was thankful I got to meet your friend. Like I, I genuinely like he was so very kind and so welcoming because as much as, you know, it's kind of awkward to go to a stranger's wedding i'm sure having a stranger at your wedding is kind of weird (laughs) um but he was they were just incredibly gracious and the whole the whole experience the whole night was beautiful and so much fun yes and it was super cool because it was like i've i've never seen a groom sing to his bride oh it was so beautiful it was the best thing i was like oh my gosh like that and their first dance song Oh man, I'm gonna have to ask him like what was that because beautiful. And then like I was watching them. Of course I was just like mesmerized by them dancing and how awesome the song was and how beautiful the occasion was. And then I noticed him like singing the song to her. Oh, it was awesome. It was so beautiful. And it almost not almost, it absolutely made me think of like years ago, whenever you were like, What do you want for your birthday or whatever? And I was like, I want you to sing me a song or write me a song. (laughs) <laughs> and here we are <laughs> i'm just working on the most epic song oh ever. <laughs> okay okay 
It's going to be a 30-minute song because I know how you yeah. like them. Uh, I do not like 30-minute songs. <laughs> um, and then, you know, on top of that, I've I've been like, why don't you just learn, like, really sweet songs? Like, it would be so romantic if you would sing me, like, a love song. And so here's Frenda singing to his wife, his brand new bride, which is so pretty. And the most my husband sings to me is like Flight of the Concords. No, I sing <laughs> uh, If I'm Crazy by Amigo the Devil. Oh, okay. Yeah. So That's a sweet song. Uh, isn't it fashioned after like a serial killer? I have no idea, but that song is really sweet. <laughs> In that song, they're, they're a couple. Okay. So... Yeah. If you haven't listened to that song, go listen to it and think about me and Britt. Okay, well, that's, I I think that now that's going to be my biggest takeaway. Is. That you should be seeing to me more and that you need to write that song years now that it's been years. I'll have to uh, employ the help of the groom because I'm not a good songwriter. Like I, I cannot. Believe I can that, like. I can you, you mimic. Come up with all kinds of lyrics all the time. But they're like, I'm like a Mexican weird owl. <laughs> That's true. But I, I mean, I would be okay with that. Like, like you all can my take songs a, are parodies. You can take a parody and make it really romantic, and I could be okay with that. Yeah, because the parodies I've done, uh, I'm gonna miss her. It's a golf parody now. Yeah. Um, there's another one. No, like I've you can do it on the fly quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. All in all, beautiful wedding, but definitely made me think back to like, man, what what do we wish we knew when we were younger? And I encourage each and every one of you as you have young adults in your life, tell them the things that you wish people had told you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I like that you know just just kind of start guiding that generation and yeah yeah yeah, just making that change i really like that they i mean we need to do that we need to be looking after each other i agree so even if it's like hey don't eat tide pods (laughs) it's helpful yeah i don't think that generation's gonna listen (laughs) that's the generation we were talking to last night i don't think any of them were tide pod eaters know if it was that i have uh-huh. no idea I, it's the generation right under us the dude was like i was born in 99 and I, my mind was blown i was like 14 <laughs> when this kid was born <laughs> i was only nine so there's that <laughs> no i was like 12 now nah, nope 13 yeah 13 going on 14 no that's crazy like i was in junior high yeah good yeah. lord I, i'm old i feel old yeah it's a uh, crazy to me that like now when you get carded as long as they see 19 as your birth year like at the first their birth year they know you're older old enough to drink <laughs> so how crazy is that or somebody <laughs> who was it um i i cannot recall who it was but somebody was like oh yeah um were you born in the late 1900s and i was like sagan like, <laughs> I don't know that we need to say it like that. Like, That's hilarious. <laughs> the late 1900s. Yes. That's like, so funny. I was like, I mean, I, like initially I like kind of laughed because I was like, well, that's, that's ridiculous. I'd be so old. And then I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sure was. <laughs> <laughs> like, that yeah. is so funny. 
No, it is not that funny. I mean, it is funny, but no. <laughs> like, I am not ready to be like, oh, yeah. Like, think about it. One day, our grandkids are going to be like, my my grandparents were born in the late 1900s. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love that. Like, it just sounds so old. It sounds, yeah. Like, I, when you said 1900s, like, I immediately imagined myself in like a, like a get up with, like George a George Washington wig. Yeah, like a George Washington wig and like I, I, I pretty much imagined myself in the suit. Remember in Pocahontas, the general or the captain or whatever yeah, he's yeah, yeah. I like like that. Yeah. Makes sense. Would you have a little dog that follows you around? Um no. I don't I don't think I would. I definitely would have the uh the belly that he had though. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the skinny legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have good looking legs. Eh, they're questionable. Oh, I like them. I'm well, I appreciate a big fan. that. Yeah, no, but yeah, we were we were born in the late 1900s, my dear. Yeah, I immediately want to do an English accent, but I've been told my English accent is terrible. <laughs> it kind of is, <laughs> but I still love it. You want to give it a shot? No. Okay. Not feeling that that comfortable tonight. Yeah, I don't. Even, I would. I wouldn't even know what to say. Like the first sentence that popped in my head was, "This subway tastes really good today." <laughs> I didn't. I don't even know why I haven't had Subway in years. <laughs> you know, Subway's been popping up a lot. I feel like they're making a comeback. Yeah. Like I've had a lot of. I've heard a lot of people talking about Subway lately. That's true. Um, speaking of food, the food at the wedding last night was really good. Yeah, it really was. I, everything about the wedding. I mean, they man, they had like the cutest photo booths. Like oh, a hundred percent. And then that app that yeah. they had like a photo booth and like an iPad. Yeah. Or something. And it took pictures and then you type in your phone number and it sent you the pictures automatically. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really cool. Um, They had great drinks. They had good food. I mean, I, it was beautiful in there. Like they had pictures of the couple all around everything about it. Like it was a beautiful wedding. So many very kind people. Like I, I enjoyed the heck out of myself. I really like want to get to know them more just having gone to their wedding. I'd be a hundred percent down. Um, the groom and I uh, do share an interest in playing the guitar acoustically, and we could definitely have like a little acoustic jam in the backyard or something. Jam sesh. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm down. Like I, why are you laughing? It's an inside joke with him and I. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're like all giggling to yourself. I know. Over here. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I I think that sounds like a lovely evening. <laughs> um anyways okay um okay so anything else to add about the wedding no i mean i i really enjoyed the heck out of it yes i just want to say congratulations again um beautiful wedding thank you so much for inviting us um cheers to you guys and i hope you have the most beautiful honeymoon and come back ready to start your brand new life as husband and wife that rhymed really well yeah see you can easily write a song that almost sounds like a rap. But ditto to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so now for our pick one, which one, hun? Okay, lay it on me. Okay. It's a two-part question. Oh, dear. Would you rather have a destination wedding or a big wedding in our hometown? And what would be our first song that we dance to? So I think it's important to note, Jonathan and I eloped. So we did not have a big wedding. Um, 
Because I'm sure some of y'all, whenever you asked that, was like, well, I mean, what did y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I lean towards the destination wedding. I, I mean, big weddings in your hometown, they, they can be lovely. Um, but there's just so much stress that comes with the ins and outs and so much money. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm about that, like, go somewhere beautiful and just be with your close peeps that are willing to travel with you. Yeah. So that, what was the second part of that question? What would be the first song that we dance to? Oh. As husband and wife. Hmm. I don't know. What was the first song we danced to? Um, I don't think we did. Well, I mean, not after we eloped, but I mean, we have danced together since. Yeah. Um, man, that is a really good question. Um, <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head was like, well, naturally we would dance to our song. No. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to share with everybody what our song is? Uh, so I told Brittany's <laughs> brothers, because they asked what's, what was our song, <laughs> and I said, uh, pregnant by R. Kelly. <laughs> and this is like really early on in our relationship before we actually got pregnant. <laughs> so when we did, I said, hey, at least I'm a man of my word. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't listened to that song and you want to laugh, go listen to pregnant by R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I would, I like the destination idea just because we could stay there and just be in our honeymoon already. But like, I really want like a like a big big not a big big wedding like hey we're gonna rent out this these five acres of land and i'm just gonna invite my family like what 10 people do you want to invite <laughs> <laughs> because i have a giant family that everyone would just be 100 percent supportive probably the biggest gumbia line you've ever seen mm. but um that and i think our first song you know i really like this song that uh we just stumbled upon called um uh, the best part or best part by her, H E R. Yeah, or, the one we were listening to last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one or um, ah, uh, what is that song? Not Angel. It's called Man. I can't even think about it. Um, I'm gonna have to try to look it up really fast. Um, because it, it's, it's an awesome song. It's definitely one that you and I have, have, um, talked about in the past and we're, you know, really just head over heels for, um, hold on, let me find the playlist that it's on. And I know it's right here. Sorry guys for keeping you waiting. <laughs> I don't, you know, we, I feel like we have a lot of songs over the years, but I don't know. Like, I, it's just hard for me to, like, narrow one down. Okay. Because, like, there's a Phoenix song that was, like, our jam back in the day. That's true. It's called Angels, and it's by the XX. I don't... Do I know this song? Yes. How does I'll, it go? Um... <clears throat> I really can't remember the words. I was about to be like, girl, you're my angel. You're, <laughs> you're my darling. Yeah, and then I was saying, I'm sold. I feel like that's the obvious. But I feel like I'm singing It Wasn't Me. 
It wasn't me. Yeah. Go me on the get. Yeah. yeah. That's okay, not. That's not, that's not a good song to. No, go that's to not. A, no, yeah, yeah, that's a terrible song. <laughs> uh, I went. I went to a wedding one time, and this is a very long time ago. And uh, the bride and groom were like walking in. You know how they announce them? They're like, now introducing yeah. for the first time, Mr. and Mrs. Blah blah blah. And the song that the DJ played for when they were walking in was uh, Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. There you go. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would work too. Yeah. Or it was either when they were walking in with their first song. And because um, he was like, oh, now, you know, bring it to the, you know, the, not not center stage, the uh, the dance floor, Mr. Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like for their first song. And it's like, my mind's telling me no. I was like, geez, <laughs> okay. Whoa. Yeah, they were so. really heavily uh, getting out that. Yeah, of course. Okay, every time I think of that song, "Bump and Grind," I have one of my favorite fall T-shirts. I made, I had made last year, <laughs> yeah. whenever I was like super pregnant with our twins, and it says, "I don't see nothing wrong with a little pumpkin grind or yeah. pumpkin rind." And I'm like, oh, "That's so funny!" I need to bust that shirt back out. Yeah, it was really funny. Is it still appropriate now that I'm not pregnant? I would think so. I mean, because we're still pumpkin and running. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, so, you know, we've talked, because we eloped, we've talked about doing a vow renewal before. Would you want to do a destination vow renewal or would you want to do one here in town? Um, one in town only because if we did like a, des- if we did like a, honeymoon after our vow renewal i would want to leave the kids here i wouldn't want to put the kids because like the kids would have to yeah with, with with you know my mom and dad or your parents or you know just saying okay like we'll see you guys we'll be home in a week you know what i'm saying and like they have to travel back with them because i know that would be exhausting i wouldn't want to put that on anybody that's true i could see that yeah so uh yeah here or, you know, somewhere. But, like, what if we did, like, a destination here? Like, like, Paladero or something. Like, something I mean, really I mean, pretty out cool. there. I, yeah. I don't really see that as a destination. I mean, you had to drive a little bit. Yeah. It's outside, then it's not flat. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I... What would you want to do? Well, I, what you're saying makes a whole lot of sense. But, I mean, I would be down for the destination thing. Like, let's just... But I also, man... I I love to travel like I am a wanderer and I'm starting to get that itch to travel again like I I want to see something I want to do something I want to I, I need to spread my wings and it's just you know we really haven't been able to travel a whole ton especially since COVID and our kids multiplied very quickly so yeah like I, I think that part of that might be just coming from me getting the itch to to see something to be some to be somewhere to spread my wings but should go to Polidero. <laughs> it's really hot out there anyways all right well that wraps up the wedding yeah it's it beautiful. was beautiful yep good luck you guys again like i said uh travel safe um get back to us so we can hang out and go invest in somebody young yep yep and uh share your experience share your knowledge thanks for sharing your time with us yeah thanks for listening I love you. I love you.